What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm your host here, Hayes. On today's episode, we're talking about an update provided by AK during the third quarter of the Bulls Summer League game on Lonzo Ball's injury and his recovery. It's not as promising as some of the things that we heard and talked about before. We'll also be talking about comments on Billy Donovan that he made and what that means for the team. We'll also get into Gordon Drogic saying that he was guaranteed by the Bulls to get 20 to 25 minutes off the bench, backing up Lonzo Ball. What does that mean for the Chicago Bulls rotation? And are we incorrectly blaming Billy Donovan for the small ball issues with the Chicago Bulls? Or maybe, just maybe, it's the front office. We'll also be talking about changes coming to the NBA after the NBA has its Board of Governors meeting and they voted on several changes that are coming to the NBA, some this season, some next season. We'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, thank you for joining me today. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me on Chicago Bulls Central. And first up, I already did and reviewed the uh, Chicago Bulls last summer league game, in which Dalen Terry showed a lot of a lot of his skill set. He even talked about AK's comments on him saying that he can foresee Dalen Terry playing one through four in the NBA in those positions. But one of the things I didn't really touch on very much in that AK interview during the game on NBA TV was his comments on Lonzo Ball. So he did say that as far as Lonzo Ball, that he's not progressing as far uh, as fast as they would have liked, but um, he's still hoping that he's going to be available by training care. Now, this is it's been a lot of conflicting news with Lonzo Ball. Um, you know, we had the thing that I covered in which Lonzo Ball was talking to Sam Smith and he said he didn't want to detract from Summer League and just smiled and walked away. Now we're getting this. Uh, we also had Billy Donovan give an update that's kind of more in line with what AK said as well. Basically, what everything's boiling down to. And, oh, also the report that Lonzo Ball is still experiencing some pain when he ramps up. Uh, periodic pain, not like constant pain that was reported last uh, towards the end of last season. So we really don't know what's going on with Lonzo Ball. So. What, what's happening, and this kind of coincides with what we're going to talk about in Gordon Drogic in a minute, um, is that we really don't have a firm update with Lonzo Ball. We have a lot of speculative things. We have a lot of hope as far as hoping that he's ready to go by training camp. But this thing is really concerning just with the fact that Lonzo Ball was originally slated to be out six to eight weeks. Uh, we are now months and months and months past that originally six to eight week time period. And the last time Lonzo Ball had an issue with his meniscus, it did turn out that he missed the full season. So we really don't know. Like I and I said this over on Locked On Bulls is that it seems like whatever healing factor Wolverine from the X-Men has, Lonzo has the opposite of that to where he heals a little bit slower. And it's going to be highly important to get Lonzo Ball back as soon as possible. Health is the first concern, right? Needs to be fully healthy. We don't need to rush him. But for those Chicago Bulls to be what they can be, you know, and I'm not some ball family stand that thinks Lonzo's the key to everything the Chicago Bulls do because a hey, ball family stands are just like Drake fans. They are lunatic, lunatics, lunatics. But with that being said, um, notice I said stands, not fans. There's a big difference there. But with that being said, um, Lonzo Ball is key to what the Bulls do. He is he's a big part of what the Chicago Bulls have going on, and especially with some of the rule changes that we'll talk about later in the show. That I think those are going to benefit actually what Lonzo Ball brings to the game for the Bulls to be and to hit the ground running. They need their point guard. They need Lonzo Ball, and I've said before, I do also want to see Billy Donovan use Lonzo Ball a little bit better to his capabilities. But with that being said, we need to have Lonzo Ball on the court to do those things. And, you know, having him in a training camp, having him going through the full training camp with this team to really kind of hit the ground running. We do, This team doesn't have 
many changes to it. We know that this team was betting on continuity, and because of that, because of that bet on continuity, you want to have your starting point guard in the game and to start off that season. Um, now the Bulls do have some built-in buffers with Alice Caruso, with uh, Io DeSumo, with um, now Goran Dragic being there that they can they can maintain that point guard position without Lonzo Ball being there if he's not for some reason healthy by the start of the season. But we do want to see and hope to see Lonzo Ball fully ready to go in training camp and by the start of the season. And hopefully we get a more firm update. Now, there has been some misconceptions as well that I've seen in the comments that I've seen in other places as far as Lonzo Ball's injury. As far as we know, the surgery went fine, right? That's the last update we that we've gotten is the surgery went fine. After the surgery, he, he developed a bone bruise. That bone bruise is what's really has kept him from ramping up towards the end of the season. The bone bruise is the one question, even before any other surgeries can be uh, even talked about if needed, that bone bruise needs to heal. So by everything that we have having the information that we've gotten so far, it doesn't seem like there was any issues with the surgery itself. It's with the healing from the surgery and that bone bruise developing, that's keeping Lonzo Ball out. So once that bone bruise goes down and that pain goes away, Lonzo Ball should be ready to go now. You know, there's been, there was talk at one point that a second surgery may be needed, something like that. I would expect if that, well, again, they would need the bone bruise to go away, but I would expect if a second surgery was needed, we would hear something by that uh, of that by now. So I'm hoping that it's just the bone bruise. Once that goes away, hopefully Alonzo Ball is ready to go. Uh, we've gotten some videos. We've seen him moving around. Um, some things that we hadn't seen for a while, just of Alonzo being in public. So let's hope that Alonzo Ball is ready to go. And even the wording, right? When AK said that he's not progressing as, as fast as what they would like to see, no shit, right? We were, he was supposed to be <laughs> only gone six to eight weeks. So that comment could have been just that. And hopefully it's not saying that there's something majorly going on right now. But we'll see. Shortly thereafter, we will see very shortly what's going on and what the prognosis is with Lonzo Ball because training camp is not that far off, people. All right. So next up, we got to talk about uh, this. Uh, oh, well, before we get into our next topic, also, um, AK mentioned how Billy Donovan has done an unbelievable job and is a great partner. Now, I, for one, have some issues with Billy Donovan's coaching schemes at times, especially defensive schemes, how he uses or dot, dot, does not use some players to their best ability in my opinion and some other opinions but one of the things that i think we need to start realizing is while this uh ak has talked about continuity one of those things of continuity is going to be billy billy donovan may be a chicago bulls coach for a very long time i know there are some people thinking hey well maybe if the bull season goes this way it goes this way and i understand i'm not completely happy with billy donovan either i think he has done a better job than what some bulls fans would have you believe and there are some definitely things that he can work on but Billy Donovan may end up being the Chicago Bulls coach for the considerable future, even outside of the remaining two years that he does have on his contract this season and next season. But let's go ahead and get into the next thing. Gordon Drogic was interviewed and he had and he had a quote saying that the Bulls guaranteed him 20 to 25 minutes off the bench, backing up Lonzo at point guard. Now, that was a little bit eye raising to me. I had always looked at Gordon Drogic as a depth piece coming to this team, but to guarantee him 20 to 25 minutes off the bench, considering the Bulls' guard rotation, right? And specifically in this quote, he says, backing up Lonzo Ball. So not saying, hey, if Lonzo isn't there or anything like that, to say that he's going to be backing up Lonzo Ball. We have Alex Caruso and Ayo DeSumo on this roster. Now, that's what I've been saying. I even brought up, even with AK saying he sees Dalen Terry playing one through four. A lot of people blame Billy Donovan for the small ball on this team. I think that AK may have a bigger part in that than what a lot of people give credit to 
if they're if they're guaranteeing, let's look at the Bulls guard uh depth real quick. Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, Goran Dragic, Alex Caruso, Io DeSumo, Kobe White, who's still going to get minutes. Like that's a real and that's not even counting if Dalen Terry does flash some things and gets some some guard minutes at the guard. That is a very deep rotation to guarantee Goran Dragic to get 20 to 25 minutes with where he is in his career, considering Io DeSumo, Alex Caruso, Lonzo Ball are all considerably younger than him, and I would say better than him at this point in their careers, it raises some eyebrows there, right? Raises some eyebrows. That's not even counting Javante Green, who's probably going to get some minutes at the 2-3 this season as well. 20 to 25 minutes off the bench for Goran Dragic that they guaranteed him? Man, I don't know what to say about that. I don't know what to say about how that Bulls rotation is going to shake out in that case. Uh, Let me know what you guys think about that down below. How do you feel about Goran Dragic being guaranteed 20 to 25 minutes off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. Again, and the, he's, the key thing in this in this comment that he said is backing up Lonzo Ball. So that is betting on full health for the Chicago Bulls and Goran Dragic still getting 20 to 25 minutes. That means that Io's probably going to be playing a lot of two. Alex Caruso's probably going to be playing a lot of three. And that's a, a really small lineup as far as at those specific positions. I don't know, man. I don't know how this is going to work out, how this lineup works out and shakes out with full health is going to be one of the more interesting things to watch for early in this bull season and preseason to see how this lineup is going to shake out and how Billy Donovan plans to get space out the minutes with these players and what positions he plans to uh, to, to play them in. Let me know what you think about that down below. What do you think about Goran Dragic getting 20 to 25 minutes off the bench? So before we go, we're going to talk about some of the changes coming to the NBA um, that the NBA Board of Governors did vote on and had meetings on. And the first one up is the playing tournament is here to stay. There was a, the last two seasons that the playing tournament has been a thing. It's been voted on at the beginning of those seasons if they were going to do them or not. But now we know that the playing is here to stay for the foreseeable future until they vote again to do away with it. Now, the playing has offered it, it's made things a little bit more exciting to me. Do I really care about playing games? No, because the Bulls haven't been a playing team. Luckily, they were an actual playoff team last season. And the season before, when they could have made the play-in, they didn't make it. So I haven't really had a big emotional investment in the play-in. It has made things a little bit more interesting, in my opinion. I'm a fan of it. Um, but let me know what you guys think about the play-in being here to stay for sure for the, conce- for the foreseeable future. Now, one of the other things, a big change to the game that could really speed up the game. And the reason why I said earlier in this show that having Lonzo Ball, this is something that Lonzo Ball could very well benefit from, the whole team, but Lonzo can take uh, uh, benefit of, is the take foul rule change. Now, the take foul is something that happens when a team is getting out in transition on a fast break after rebounding, stealing the ball, whatever, and the team that's now on defense makes a quick foul, not going after the ball, but kind of wrapping somebody's body up or grabbing their, their, uh, their wrist, something like that. It slows down that, whereas before, that the team, if they weren't in foul trouble, they just, you know, they inbounded the ball again and slowed down the game. Now, it's a big change to that. Not only is the take foul, if that happens, it's going to get the team a one free throw, but they also keep possession of the ball. That could be a huge swing and something that we see speeds up the game considerably. Um, if that, it, well, not if, when this starts happening. Now, this this could make the game more exciting. It's going to get out in more fast break opportunities because teams who aren't in the position to go after to make a legit play on the ball are not probably going to go after and take that take foul and and work and give that 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 other team a chance to get a free throw and possession. So this is a considerable change to the NBA and one that we could see that more fast break teams, the teams that get more creative on the fast break, teams that steal and get in transition, that rebound the ball well on the defensive end. 
and and getting those transition opportunities, it's going they're 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 gonna be able to catch more um mismatches, right? More uh having numbers on the fast break, things like that. And this is where I say specifically a creative player on the fast break opportunity like Lonzo Ball could could take huge advantage of this as a team, getting his players in position, getting alley oop opportunities, getting fast break opportunities, getting easy buckets on the opposite end. One of the things that we saw with this Bulls team last season is that when they were the most dangerous is when they were playing in those passing lanes, getting those transition opportunities, now taking away the take foul in crunch time, things like that. That can be a bigger change to the game than what I think we're thinking for specific teams that do like to get out on that fast break. But let me know down below, what do you think about that take foul rule change? What do you think about how it's going to affect the Chicago Bulls if fully healthy and other teams that like to get out on that uh, fast break opportunities? Now, with that being said, we got one last piece of news from this governor's meeting coming to the NBA, and that is an in-season tournament. Now, there's there, the fact that it, it wouldn't go into effect till 2023, 2024, but looking at all the details that they've already hammered out in these meetings, it's a, probably a for sure thing that's going to happen, at least, you know, as an experimental basis, we'll see. Um, but it would be a mid-season tournament. It'll actually knock the number of games down from 82 to 78. I think that's a temporary thing because we know that the, that the NBA is thinking about expanding two more teams, which two more teams, you can easily add four more games and get right back to that 82 mark. But it uh, 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 in-season tournament, all 30 teams will be um, involved in the in-season tournament. It would then go into a single elimination next round with eight teams, and then the final four will be held at a neutral spot, meaning not at any one of the team's home, home courts or anything like that. It's definitely going to be something that generates more revenue for the NBA, especially when you look at having it at a um, a neutral spot. So they will be then going to an arena like a Las Vegas, like somewhere else to have that that to have the final four of that tournament. It's definitely going to be a revenue stream. But the question is, and Pat the designer raised this over on Locked On Bulls, is how exciting is it really going to be to be in an in season tournament that really doesn't have any effect as far as we know on playoff standings? It's not going to affect the NBA finals, nothing like that. Um, is it going to be a monetary thing for the players like the Commissioner's Cup is in the WNBA? And then how incentivized do the players need to have to get to put their best foot forward? It's really going to be uh, something to, to, interesting to see how the NBA continues to work this out um, as they solidify these plans heading into the 2023-24 season. But I will say this, more basketball, um, a tournament, there's always a different vibe for a tournament-type feel. I just personally don't under don't know how much that's going to resonate with NBA fans, especially the casual NBA fans, because it's all about the finals. And are the casuals, people who don't really pay attention to the game at a, at a deep, deep level like some of us do, are they going to really understand what, it, what an in-season tournament is, right? Unless those are clearly defined. It's going to be really interesting to just see how this works out, what steps they, that the NBA takes, how this ends up taking shape over the first year or so, year, a couple years that it's in place if it does last that long, and if it's a ratings darling, if it's an uh, attendance darling, if the players are truly locked in and engaged, because now you're looking at the the NBA already has a hard time making All-Star Weekend a thing, a, a big thing, right? That game being like this monumental thing. Now you're adding in an in-season tournament to that as well. I know that it works in other sports, especially European sports, and it could very well work in the NBA here, but I think it's going to take some major tweaks. It's not as simple as just, hey, we got an in-season tournament. It's going to work. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, Adam Silver and the NBA's board of governors really do to make this an interesting thing. But let me know down below. Are you guys excited about the NBA moving towards an in-season tournament with all 30 teams? And it would that at all, will your, will your anticipation of the finals affect that at all anymore? Or 
you know, what do they call what what do the what ends up being the benefit of it? Like, what do the players get? It's a lot of questions remain to be seen, but I want to hear from you guys on what you think about that. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bull Central. I'm the host here, Hayes. If you want to follow me personally, you can do so at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. If you want to follow the show, you can do so at Bull Central Pod. If you want to send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail to be played on our Saturday mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. Thank you for making Chicago Bull Central what it is. Continue to grow the platform and this community. I appreciate you guys so much. Like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. And see red, people. See red. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.